If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. There's a lot to go on with this. You can make money from your podcast, no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Remember, your podcast journey starts here. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of CarCast. And today, we are going to be talking about some speed. What I mean by that is we're going to be talking about the General Electric CF6 engine. Uh, first, we're going to talk about the application and what what aircraft these jets are on. I mean, they're, they're all over the place. They're on Airbuses, they're on 747s. They're on 767s. You know, they're very highly regarded engine in the aviation world, and there's plenty of them. Um, I'm around them most of the time at work. I've done a couple training seminars on them. I got about 48 hours of training sign off on that particular engine. Uh, it's a very, very cool engine, actually. It was demonstrated in the Army and demonstrated in the Air Force, so it was used throughout a lot of engineers and engineering tools. So we're going to talk about the significance of the engine. We're going to talk about the history of the engine. We're going to be talking about a lot of cool indications that this engine came from. And most importantly, what the predecessor is and what it is evolved into. So let's get started. So the history of the CF-6. The CF-6 was U.S. military designated as F-103. is a high-bypass turbofan engine produced by GE. High bypass meaning it, the high, the ratio of the air to engine thrust ratio is very high. And based on basically this model right here, it powers a lot and a lot of generators too. This engine actually does generate and power electric plants. The LM2500, the LM5000, the LM6000 are all base models of turbine turbine manufacturers that manufacture steam dam steams generators water water generators hydropower you name it it's done it so the major applications of this engine were it was tested at nasa in 1979 so it's been around for a minute but originally this engine was going to be used with the cfms and the cf's main galaxy the cf c5 galaxy's replacement Major applications, the A300, the A310, A330, the 74, 767s, the Lockheed C5 Supers, the DC-10s, and the MD-11s. As of today, there are 8,300 built of these particular engines, and is still regarded as one of the most widely produced engines in the world. Like I said, it was developed from the TF-39, and this was developed and put into effect for the GE90 from the CF6. The development came in the late 60s where GE wanted to produce an engine that was fuel efficient but also had a little bit more giddy up in power. During this time, GE was involved in another type of project where they were trying to make a jet powered train that was gonna use the L2500, which was a turbo powered and gas turbine, also known as the CF6. 
with the creation of Rolls Royce and Pratt and Whitney's turbo turbo jets and turbo fans, Rolls Royce had the RB211 that was widely used in a lot of aircraft and was the biggest competitor with the CF6. The CF6 did take take the ladder though and took over the production and marketing win and gain and started to really mass produce this engine. The high bypass of the CF6 represented a huge historic breakthrough in fuel efficiency. And as we more talk about this engine, fuel efficiency was a huge add-on with this airplane. As we talk about the G90, the G90 was, is, is one of the most widely produced engines as of in the world today and is one of the most fuel efficient engines in the world today. But it had to start somewhere and the CF6 has done that. As of 2018, there have been 8,300 CF6s and all the models that were created were very, very high derivatives and mass-produced. The industrial marine additives of this engine are still around 3,400, so this is huge. As the express delivery spurs and air, air cargo resurges, this engine is still mass-produced, and I say mass-produced, and it's going to be well-known throughout the world in today's history. As you know, my car cast, I am doing a lot of driving, Paying attention safely, of course, and doing a lot of driving. And since this is a very, very good topic to talk about with my maintenance publication students, just remember that you can look up CF6s no matter where you are, and you can, you'll can you hear them everywhere. They're very, very loud, winding. They sound like giant hair dryers, and they have a very distinct tone to them. Before we go off in conversation of that, let's go back to the history. So... The CF6 is, of course, a high-bypass turbofan engine, very high ratios, and what the crazy thing about this engine is it's mass-produced 60 to 80 a year that they are made. So once this is done, we're going to be looking at possibly almost 10,000 of these engines made by 2030. It's crazy. Now, the GE, what I found interesting about this, the GE... GE tried to have a shop visit with Antonov's AN-124 freighter, which what they would do is they actually partnered with them and added CF-680s on the Antonov-124. They have one model where this is on, and it is awesome. I have, I, you know, with, with Volga and all that, with their, their engines on the Antonov's, they're really good engines, but Antonov wanted to especially with the conflict in Ukraine and Russia right now, I think it's smart that Antonov would look towards going to the CF-6s. I really like that idea that they're doing, and it's a fantastic engine, and it can really help out a lot of maintenance training and flight training. Now, of course, everything has a variant. No matter what production engine what is involved, they're always going to have a variant. So now this aircraft engine has multiple variants, and it had military variants and it also has marine and industrial variants. So now the CF-6-6 is one of the main variants that was used on the DC-10 and the original CF-6 was modeled onto the Super Galaxy. Now this initial version was a single stage with one core booster stage and driven by a five stage low pressure compressor. So now this is a five stage. Axial compressors and all that and I do have a good, one of my episodes you can go back on where I discuss about aircraft engines and jet engines. So this, if, 
this is new to you, you can go and listen to that. But I will be doing a review session on that where it's all about compression stages and fuel stages. So no matter what the engine goes through, it has to deal with compression, compressors, N1 and N2 speeds. Some engines even have N3 speeds, but this is more importantly on N2. Now, this variant of engine has gone through many different undeveloped variants, like the CF-62, the CF-65, the CF-63, and they create around 54,000 pounds of thrust. The CF-56, developed and launched in 1969, was used for the DC-1030, and has seen a lot of updates and service service updates, but also has gone through a lot of airworthiness and service bulletins for problems. We'll get on. We'll get through that later. But most importantly, I like to discuss the history of this engine. I can go through all the variants of the engine, but there are plenty of variants on this aircraft. Most particularly, this DC-10-30 used the CF-6s for a long time. The 80 is the most well-known that is used on a lot of large jet airliners, considering the 747, the C2, and the 767s. Now, they have been used on the A10, A310s, and the A330s, but most importantly, we want to look at what was, what's been more used and what I've been around more, and I've been around more of the CF6 on the 747 400s. Now, the 7 CF680 is increasing the thrust to 78,000 pounds. But sometimes with increasing thrust, it increases fuel economy. And with the increase in fuel economy, that is also going to look at a lot of manufacturers understanding that this, this engine is going to be very fuel efficient and save money. The 80 series is actually cool because it's a, it's a variant with sub-variants. And it was created into four distinct models. I thought that was pretty interesting knowing that the CF680, 1, 2, 3, and 4 are all different in their own aspect. The C2's fan diameter is increased, the C3's fan diameter increased, and of course, the last variant has the highest 72,000 pounds of thrust, highest thrust variant, highest compression stage variant, highest bypa bypass turbofan ratio variant, so of course it's going to be the best one, and it's also the most well known. There's also a crazy amount that the oil and gas applications, they use this for turbines and refineries. I thought that was pretty cool. So the CF680 does power your industrial and turbo turbine fan industries. I thought that was pretty cool. So all these refineries you see around here with, with these turbine fan engines, the L6000 is a variant of that engine. So when you do put add-ons and numbers on that, remember that. So that's that's pretty interesting, I did, that's pretty awesome. So now, what, what we like to know about these engines is, is fuel economy, but we also want to know about aerodynamics. Uh, the GEs, GEs like to use strakes. A strake is an aerodynamic tool that creates more or, and less vibration on the engines in flight, but also creates more of lift and fuel economy in, with air production. Air. Air is used all around us. Wind is used all around us. If you're driving your car on a windy day and you're driving into that, Imagine that times 100, and that's what your jet engine goes through. So your jet engine, your average jet engine bypass ratio is pretty high. No matter what, 3 to 1, 3 to 2, 5 to 2, 6 to 1, it depends on the manufacturer. 
The CF680 bypass ratio is seven is is about 5.3. That's high. And with that, it control it competes with the Rolls-Royce Trent 7000 or 700, the 4000 Pratt's. Now, since the CF6 has had some maintenance issues in the past, they have had some dilemmas. But, like I said with the applications, they are in a lot of airplanes. Before we go on this accents, we're going to go on the specifications. The CF6, we're going to go with the CF680E1, which is too high pressure and five low pressure, 168 inch diameter. The overall diameter is 106 inches, which is huge. And the, the actual maximum thrust compression ratio is 69,800 pounds per feet. Now, we're gonna look at the pressure ratio is 32.4 and 34.8. I can get over all the numbers, but that's really most you have to know. And the major applications are on the A330s. Which I thought was very interesting because the A3 the Airbuses like to use Rolls Royces. But they've been really partnered with CFM and CF and the GE stuff, so this is actually pretty important. So let's now go to accidents and indications where this really hits the part hits the in 1973 there was a, a lot of major accidents in the aviation world. One of them had cabin pressurization loss, and the fan assembly disintegrated, causing National Airlines Flight 27 to crash. In 1979, a similar issue where a CF-6 detached, and of course we already know about that, where the CF-6 detached itself and crashed into the ground and killed everyone on board. In 1989, CF6-6 had a fan disc separate in flight and damaged all three hydraulic systems. This crash landed in Sioux City, Iowa, which is another major accident of this airplane. In 2000, though, the NTSB warned the high-pressure compressor could crack. So, of course, there's a manufacturer deficiency in AD listed on this. In May 2010, the NTSB warned that the low-compressure turbine rotor disc would have issues. So after this problem, they started adding more and more issues to that. So, looking back at the CF6, answer some of these questions to yourself. How efficient was the engine? Was the engine very widely known? How safe is the engine? And what is it used for and used on? Being around the CF6, it's the easiest to, to load oil onto. Um, yeah, they can become a pain with the hydraulic pneumat pneumatic actuators and electric actuators, hydraulic actuating uh, cowlings and all that. But, you know, it shares a lot of things that I really appreciate with it. And it is the engine that I'm the most well, most experienced and known for. And what I mean known for is what I've been trained on and been experienced on. I know this was a really short uh, episode on this. Uh, it's, I know a lot, of, a lot of my listeners like to listen to the maintenance talks and the CF6 is definitely on there as maintenance talk, but also pilots to hear what, what's so special about the engine. So, thank you guys for listening, and I hope to do another episode soon. I know I'm doing this more frequently recently, because there's not as much schooling going on, and I uh, hope to hear you guys in the future. Leave a review if you can, 
and uh, check out what's going on. Thank you very much, guys.